0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, April 22nd. As always, I'm your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always, the most Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, or Off the Bench Baseball. Or uh, some of my more pop culture entertainment-related work at places like Nerdist, Mental Floss, Inverse, Bloody Disgusting, and more. And hopefully, many more to come of this here Lockdown Padres podcast, though. You can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, you can hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, concerns, or concerns that you might have, and I'll do my very best to get back to you and maybe even get back to you here on the show. And for today's show, guys, it is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week on Sunday. On Sunday, for Sunday Night Baseball, I'm going to be talking, doing a live reaction to that game against the Dodgers. Tune in, uh, download the app, and whatnot to get on on the action. Hang out and ask me questions on there too. That should be fun. Uh, locker room changing the way we talk sports. And for today's show, guys. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. we got a little bit of things to, to discuss. we we got, we got a lot to discuss, is what I really mean, guys. Let's start with just recapping the game, and then I'm going to go on a rant, and then we'll talk about the Dodgers in a little bit. So the Padres lost yesterday, okay? In terms of the scoreboard, in terms of the game, they lost by a score of 4-2 to the Milwaukee Brewers that results in a full sweep of the Padres at home against this team. The Padres have now lost five of their last six in this six-game homestand that they have before going on the road to the Dodgers and then to Arizona for a two-game set. Not a super long road trip, but still, nonetheless, should be pointed out. And let's talk about, let's just start with... The, the first thing, which is Danelson LeMet making his uh, season debut back from injury. Of course, last year in the playoffs, he was unable to pitch because of an injury. And then he's back. He, in this game, only one hit. No runs allowed. But only across two innings. Only across two innings. He walks one, strikes out four. Slider looks good. A lot of speed on it. Granted, I know, the Brewers don't have a super scary lineup, so sometimes I do... Look at certain pitches that guys are throwing, and I'm like, man, these guys just can't really hit all that well. But nonetheless, still looked very impressive. And then he leaves the game. And I'm not going to lie, when I was watching the game, I kind of missed his reaction, holding his arm up in a little bit of a funny way. I didn't really see that. I was just like, hey, guys, what can I say? I just didn't realize the thing. Gets taken out. And by the way, let it just be thrown out there that he was supposed to be pitching at full capacity and all that stuff. And I'm going to save the lament talk for later, because there's still plenty of stuff I want to talk about in this game. Replacing Lemaitre is everybody's favorite boy wonder, Craig Stammon, who goes one and two-thirds innings, giving up one earned run on two hits, walking one strikeout two. Again, relying on Stammon to be thrown out there because the starting pitcher doesn't seem to go too far into the game. Tim Hill goes in for only a third of an inning. Pierce Johnson, it basically becomes a bullpen day. Keone Kella is tagged with the loss today for one inning of work, giving up three runs on two hits, walking one, striking out one. Thanks to a home run by Omar Narvaez that brought in Travis Shaw. And also a home run from Jace Peterson. If you haven't heard of those guys, don't worry. You probably haven't heard of them too much before. And that needs to be emphasized. That's the type of offense that is beating us right now. That's the type of offense that swept us. Guys like Jace Peterson and Billy McKinley or whatever. Awesome to see. Um, And then on the Brewer side of things... Just talk about it, talk about it on yesterday's podcast. Adrian Hauser, it's not like he was particularly good. He only goes four and two thirds uh innings, giving up two runs on five hits, walking two, striking out two. They have to replace him, apparently. Uh Brent Sutter is just invincible. He goes one and a third, striking out four. No hits, no walks. Devin Williams makes one of his first good uh, appearances of the year. He'd been struggling a little bit, giving up uh, a lot of home runs and just getting hit a little bit hard in the early going, um, striking out two and walking one. And then, basically, it's been the story all year. All year, it's been the same story, and that's the Padres failing to bring in any run that gets on base to the point where it's actually becoming almost a meme. And perhaps the perfect summation highlight of this game I've said that a lot lately because I talked about, you know, the other day, Jorge Mateo, we get someone on base, Victor Caratini maybe starts a rally, and then Jorge Mateo pops up on a bunt attempt because why not? And then Profar grounds into a double play. In this case, for today's game, it was the Padres with the bases loaded. And nobody, not a single soul, nobody out. You know what happened? You know what happened, guys? Tommy Pham strikes out looking on a ball that was right down the middle, and I don't know what else you need to see. Pitch didn't have all that much movement. Apparently Tommy Pham couldn't hit that. Too much for him. Too much to ask for him for him. A guy who's allegedly supposed to be a great contact-type hitter. Doesn't happen there. Then Will Myers, he gets brought in to pinch it. He strikes out swinging at a pitch that's kind of right down the middle, which I was surprised by. And then Victor Caratini strikes out swinging. So they didn't even put the goddamn ball in play. That's all you need to do. I mean, double play would be awful, obviously, but God forbid you can even do that. And that really sums it up. The Padres lead the Major League Baseball League of Major League Baseball. I don't know why I said it like that. I don't care. I'm in a bad mood. In runners left on base. This is one of those things where, you know, the Padres for years were terrible in on-base percentage. They would have some home runs. You know, you've got guys like Myers, Fran Mil-Reyes, Hunter Renfro, obviously Machado, and Hosmer a little bit. Like, they get they get some home runs in there. But they'd never be able to just draw a damn walk. Just get on base, you know? They never have those guys. Then you bring in Fam, then you bring in Grisham, then you have Jake Cronenworth, and that improves last year. And this year, well, uh, it's been great on-base-wise, but no extra base hits. They are currently 7th in on-base percentage in the entire league... Batting average 14th though, runs 18th, home runs 21st and slugging percentage, perhaps the most damning at 27th in the league. despite the fact that they're pitching. ERA number one, batting average against number two and walks plus hits per innings other than knives known as whip. they are first in Major League Baseball. The team is 10 and 10. That really shows you how bad the offense has been essentially with the exception of maybe that Diamondbacks game, game one of the year, and I think it was game two of the year they, they scored a decent amount of runs, where they're actually hitting the ball out, getting some home runs and whatnot. It's felt like this offense has just been maddening to watch, like all year. And it's not, I, look, I get it. Corbin Burns, very good. You know, Brandon Woodruff, very good. This is a good pitching team. But it's not like JP, it's not like Devin Williams and Josh Hader were in. When we had those that bases loaded situation, it was just dreadful. And I also saw on Twitter—I don't know if it's entirely true it was just some Padres Twitter thing where someone said that Fam was responding to a heckler or something like that, lifting his shirt up and pointing to the scar or something like that, and flipped the bird at the fan and vice versa. Like, that's just—you you hate to see it. That's that's bad stuff. The Padres, look, and here's the thing. Let me let me calm down just a tad bit because I'm not even, I'm not actually talking about yet. I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. The thing I'm most mad about, I haven't even talked about yet. It's just carrying over into the actual game. Bottom line, they lost the game against the Brewers. It's stupid. It's annoying. But to a degree, I expect the bats to start hitting. And I loved, by the way, just we get a double from Tatis. Bottom nine off Josh Hayter. That's nice to see. Finally seeing him get a hit that isn't or not striking out, I should say. I'm just happy about that from Tatis to see if he can get going. And then Manny draws a walk, you know, with the the two outs and all that. And then Eric Hosmer strikes out. Just in case the Padres were like, just in case fans are wondering, you know what I mean, anybody missed the game and they're tuning in for the last second, let's leave some other runners on base. Again, just the cherry on top there. But as I was saying, I'm not even talking about yet the thing that pissed me off the most about yesterday. And we're going to get right into that. And I imagine... You guys know what I'm talking about. But before we get into it, let me quickly talk to you guys about something very important. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms for locked on padres once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. It's the perfect place to start conversations. Like I said, you can with other fans, athletes, and insiders. You know, Mark Stein is on there all the time. You get people from all the locked on shows and what have you. Uh it's really great. It's awesome type of content and whatnot. Hey, even um, I saw that spinsters. Uh, if you guys listen to that podcast by any old chance, uh Haley O'Shaughnessy and Jordan Liggins, they were on there not too long ago if you guys know them. Um and also what I love is you you can do everything watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and of course reacting to big news or rumors i remember i was on there for the big joe musgrove no hitter that was one of the highlights and probably the biggest highlight of the padres season um and you will have a chance to chat with me and what i love about the app is it's so easy to access all you need is the app you download it, you can talk on your phone you can also do i think there's a desktop version or what have you it's really great it's kind of like twitch but audio only and it's so easy to set up to and I just like that. I respect the accessibility. There's nobody being kept out. So, guys, go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest updates. Follow me at Javier Reyes, J-A-V-I-E-R-R-E-Y-E-S, to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this week. As I mentioned earlier, Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. I will be reacting live to the fourth game of this Dodgers-Padres series. That should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the miserable Padres right now, I guess. So, uh, see you there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. And also, vroom, 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 everybody. I need to talk to you about RockAuto.com. It's a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules to tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpet the rockout.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer and best of all the prices are remarkably low at rockout.com same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers you don't want to be spending up to twice as much for the same parts now do you no so go to rockout.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection Live low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And last but certainly not least, guys, before we keep talking, I need to talk to you about the Locked On Podcast Network. partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th to May 1st. Good old stuff. Really good stuff, guys. Let me tell you, you're going to want to tune into that. It's a really comprehensive breakdown of all things NFL. And it's big. It's the NFL draft, obviously. So now, guys, let's talk about the biggest story. And that was Denelson Lamette, who makes his debut of the season. And like I said, remember, he was the guy. He had an elbow sort of strain back in during the, the end of the season last year. And he comes back into this game. He makes his debut. And by all accounts... They're saying, oh, maybe, maybe he'll go 80 pitches. But he's, he's full all-systems go. Well, all-systems were a go for the beginning until all of a sudden they weren't. Denelson Lamette exited the game with right forearm tightness. Words that, as baseball fans, you never like to hear, and you certainly don't like to hear literally any in- injury when it comes to the Padres because they seem to be, they just love... Being cagey and ridiculous with injuries nonstop all the time. And this reeked of the same vibes as the Mike Clevenger injury. And if you guys can tell by my tone of voice, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And I'm not, it's, look, I get we can lose some games now. Look, I'm still belief that the offense is going to bounce back at some point. Team is too talented. But it reeks of the Mike Clevenger situation where, at least, and what's funny is now the Clevenger situation, that one looks almost okay by comparison. Will you look at that and say, okay, maybe he clearly wasn't healthy, he lasted an inning, and immediately had to be taken out, he was done, but at least it was like, okay, maybe they're like, maybe there's a chance we can get him for this game against the Dodgers because it is the playoffs after all, and if he needs a surgery, he needs a surgery, the end. But now it's like the beginning of the season, this tells me, why the hell didn't we just get the surgery before? And I heard some people saying, you know, Jeff Passan on Twitter was mentioning a lot of players often don't like to go down that route. I get it. But here's the thing. This keeps happening with the Padres. It was already announced that Adrian Morejon is going to need Tommy John surgery. We know Mike Clevenger needed Tommy John surgery. And now we're anxiously awaiting to see what happens with Nelson LeMet. And it makes me wonder, what is going on with this damn medical staff? Everybody's hurt. And I'm still pissed off. About the Tatis injury, and here's why I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it because it was like announced, and people were like, Well, we know that shoulder injury problem that he has. Like, what are you talking about? I talk about the Padres like every day, and well, I'm not like a beat writer or anything. I'm no Kevin Acey or AJ Caswell or Dennis Lynn or Amy I'm I'm not one of those people. Like, I'm not in there all the time about the Padres. But I was like, There's a difference between Tatis having a shoulder problem. Versus like he's had injuries with his shoulder before. I don't remember anyone making that super clear to me that all of a sudden he could swing the damn bat and that might be, it's a ticking time bomb but his shoulder will fall off. So just, this is a peak example of the Padres, Padres, Inc. Padres, ing. I saw someone post on, on Twitter that on Reddit that 27% of the last 33 Tommy John surgeries come from the Padres. And that j- number might jump up as soon as tomorrow. I don't know. Again, again, I said this about the Tatis injury when it first happened. Let's not play Super Doctor. Let's wait. Although, that being said, at least, you know, the, t- the Tatis injury when it got announced, none of us just have heard, heard of right shoulder sub- subluxation. Nobody had ever heard of that before. We've heard forearm tightness before, and we know what that usually means. Look, with the amount of injuries that the Padres keep having and the handling of these injuries, I'm half expecting to to get a report at some point that Tommy Pham has broken ribs and that they just decided, let him play through it. Who knows? Who knows with this team? Larry Rothschild, pitching coach, which some people have love for. I am honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't have an opinion on him. But you look at guys like Chris Paddock, who hasn't been the same since his rookie year, like by a long shot, you know, Larry Rothschild, maybe he's not doing something right. Look at all these pitchers that are going down. This is insane. It's absolutely insane. And what's crazy is it's hilarious to think that this team still has tons of talent. This is still a very good baseball team. Depending on what we hear about Lamette, whatever, like this is still a very good team. You still got Snell. You still got Darvish. You still got Musgrove. And you still got Mackenzie Gore in the pipeline. And you're hoping that Ryan Weathers slash Chris Paddock, we get something out of them. I know we've gotten more from, you know, the former and Weathers, but I'm just saying hopefully something happens with Paddock. I'm just saying, though, like, this is still a lot of talent. Trinker, Shemay, Machado, Tatis. Who knows? You know, I'm talking about injuries. Who knows if Tatis, how long that's going to last? I don't trust them. I just don't. And nobody should trust the Padres. It just, it's just... You know? It's rough. And look, by the time this podcast goes up, I'm recording it um, at night. As in Wednesday night. So, you know, this is going up in the morning, so maybe... We'll get an alert saying it's actually not that bad. He'll be out only for a little bit. I don't know. But I'm just saying, when you rest all this time, seven, eight months, you come back and you can only go two innings before something happens, I'm just saying, like, what is going on with this medical staff? What is going on with this team in general? I just don't get it. I don't get it. It feels like the Clevenger thing, where clearly the guy wasn't ready and they put him out there anyway. And look what happened. Now... If worst thing happens, maybe they don't have, not maybe, shit, not maybe, probably don't have Denelson Lema until 2023. That's years from now. Who knows if he even comes back the same, by the way? It's not a guarantee that someone comes back perfectly. The only good thing about the Tatis injury is that he's still young. And I actually still don't like it that people are acting like they all of a sudden know that he's going to be an injury prone mess, that he's Troy Tulowitzki now. No, actually, he's only been hurt a couple times. So and he hasn't played enough games for me to determine whether he's injury prone or not yet, you know. Manny Machado in his first year or two, we would call him injury prone. It's like no, you don't do that. And then look what happened. It was just he had some injuries early on in his career, and now he's a sigil of health. He's great, love it. But I am not loving what I'm seeing from the Padres right now. Um, I still think, I still think. That this is just the lowest of the low, to a degree. I think that, like I mentioned with all the, the roster stuff that they had before, this is still a good baseball team. But it clearly seems like there's just an off chemistry and whatnot. I know some people might want to start blaming Tingler. I, I I get that. But I'm just saying, you know, remember last year. Like, that's that's my only thing that's kind of in the back of my mind. Remember last year, 11-12, and 12, coming off the sweep against the Diamondbacks. Everyone was like, season's over. Like, this is a mess. Same old Padres team. And then they blew up. If they blew up last year, I have reason to believe that they can have their offense blow up to a degree this year. Hopefully Tatis is right. I know. I'm saying let's forget about that for now. You still have a lot of good bats in this lineup. I still think Trent Grisham is going to improve. And he's been still solid. I mean, he drove in a run today. That was nice. Stole a base. That was cool. But the whole team is just not firing right. They looked... Even though they lost those games against the Dodgers, it was... They were games, though. And this last series against the Brewers, just something off. So I'm hoping that they get it together. And again, it is still early. Hey, remember, the Oakland A's started off 0-5. They won 11 straight. You can't tell me. Not necessarily that they'll win 11 straight, the Padres. But you can't tell me that this roster isn't capable of going on a run. They have to. They have to. At least I hope they do. And now before we get into this Dodgers series, basically this has just been the Javier just... Shouts podcast. I'm sorry about that if you guys don't enjoy that. I don't really have all the analysis for you today because I just really want to wait and hear uh, some more news on Lament before we officially start saying doom and gloom. But bottom line, guys, let me quickly talk to you about betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is obviously underway. Hopefully you didn't bet the Mets winning last night as they let the Cubs just went scorched earth on the entirety of their team. Unbelievable by the Cubs. Shout out to them. And shout out to Chris Bryan, who's having a pretty good year. I told you guys, I think that guy's good. It's dumb that everybody was saying, was just giving up on him. He's not a star anymore. That guy's still pretty good. But anyway, on top of all that, we also cover uh, the NHL, and they cover the NBA of course, which are still in full swing. And BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new Scores and odds its the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, guys, let me talk to you about something really kind Something really beautiful, and that is 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. And 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, beautiful conversation piece, just... Random gifts? I don't know what the heck. I have no interest in buying rings anytime soon, but you guys might, and that's the whole point, because I'm an idiot, and you guys that are listening are not idiots, so you know what these things are used for. Anyway, uh, but still, uh, they're available now through Mother's Day only on bluenow.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and they are fairly priced. There was one ring that I saw from Aurora Lopez Mejia that, actually, I didn't see it, but someone messaged me saying that they liked that one in particular, and I agree. It's amazing the way the word love is stamped into the gold. Very, very cool, guys. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that your special someone or friend or whatever will cherish forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. And last thing, guys, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 is presented by Locked On and Odyssey, and it is happening right now, featuring analysis from NFL experts. Uh, experts, experts, Michael Irvin, Jason Leconfora, and Brian Ballinger are local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. And remember, that is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. And speaking of why, why me? Ladies and gentlemen, I gotta talk about the damn Dodgers right now. As I record this, Jeff Snyder, the arch nemesis, the supervillain that he is, is trying to get me on his locker room. And if Jeff, if you're listening to this, I promise I'm not just hiding away. Like, I'm ready to face the storm of your Dodger fans and all that stuff. But uh, I just wanna record this. I gotta get this done. So hopefully I make it there in time. But in all seriousness, um, we're playing the Dodgers next for a four game series. For tomorrow's game, the projected matchup is Ryan Weathers versus Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller, who has been solid this year. Not a lot of strikeouts and whatnot for sure, but he's got a 2.00 ERA with 12 Ks to one walk whip, of 1.00, and Ryan Weathers, though, in his limited start that he's had so far, looking very good, looking like a gamer, showing good control at the plate, so I'm actually not feeling that uh, pessimistic about that matchup, but even still, it is the Padres, and then on Friday, it's Yu Darvish versus Clayton Kershaw again, great matchup the first time, like truly, truly great matchup the first time, I love seeing that, I love seeing both of them, and you got Pro Far and, and Kershaw going at it, and then on Saturday... You have Blake Snell going against Trevor Bauer again, and then on Sunday for the Sunday night game, it is Joe Musgrove versus Dustin May, two pitchers that I'm kind of glad are going to be on the Sunday night uh, ESPN sort of national spotlight, because those are two guys that are upcoming sort of guys, so I kind of like that people might be introduced to them, whoever ends up getting the better edge in that game for sure, but Dustin May uh, is is very good, and I think very talented. He's freakish sometimes, even though he's definitely got some, some kinks in his game to iron out, I think, but... Let's talk about this series and just the general state of the Padres. So, I also saw. I also want to point out. Depending on what happens with Lamette, I know some people are saying call up Mackenzie Gore. You know me. I, I just feel like guys, let's take it easy, because clearly the Padres aren't. Clearly, they're not taking it easy with that. You know, not rushing people back right now. So let's not also rush a prospect and potentially derail any type of momentum in his career. Take your time. It's okay. The rotation is still very good. But remember, like I said, the ERA is awesome. Like, there actually isn't a need for another starting pitcher almost right now. Like, you still, you have those three, and you're hopefully going to have a fourth. I still want something else from the fourth or fifth guys in the rotation. But still, like, the ERA and everything has been good. The bullpen, I know Keona Kelly got blown up, but it's still been good so far. So I'm actually not worried about that. It, heck, at this point, I want to call up C.J. Abrams, if anything. I mean, jeez, you bring up Robert Hassel. I mean, good God. They can't hit anything. They couldn't hit it with – I've made this joke way too many times for long-time listeners, but Reinhardt's hammer and overwatch, they couldn't hit the ball with that thing. I mean, geez. So, the Dodgers, man, it is not – I mentioned this about the Texas Rangers, how they were a get-right series. Same thing with Pittsburgh. This is not a get-right series. This is going to be intense. The vitriol is going to be all over the place. The Dodger fans are going to let the Padres have it, which, by the way, is fair, because the Padres fans, by all accounts, were letting the, the Dodger fans have it when they were playing at Petco this past weekend. So, look, if they could split this series, that'd be great. I don't want to start saying which game I expect them to win or not expect to win. I just want to see a little bit of something from the bats. And it's funny, because this isn't like... You know, the Yankees have been another team that haven't been hitting lately, and I actually think that that team's going to be fine. I think they're underperforming like crazy. I I really do. I am not. I'm buying Boston's offense, not their pitching, though. I really am not buying their pitching, holding up over 160-game set. But based on how lucky Boston can be sometimes, it might not even matter because everything seems to be going right for them in the last 15 years in sports. So we'll see how that pans out. But Padres, it's just drive some guys, and they need some extra base hits. The Dodgers are not the type of team that's going to allow that as much. But here's what I'll say about the general state of the league. The Padres are currently ten and ten right now, and just for baseball, just as a reminder that it still is early in the season. This is very separate from my concerns about the Nelson Lamette, the medical training staff in general, and Fernando Tatis. I'm just saying, in terms of the teams, what they could finish as a record and whether or not they'll make the playoffs. Like, think about it: Yankees are six and ten, Boston is twelve and seven, the Royals are currently ten and seven, Minnesota Twins are six and eleven, Seattle has been really good, eleven and seven. The Reds, 9-8. and eight. San Francisco, who I actually am kind of buying that team. I think it's an island of misfit toys in the best way possible. But I'm just saying, there's some teams out there. Milwaukee's 11-7 and seven now after the sweep. I'm just saying, there are teams in baseball that are clearly overperforming. If you guys really want to sit here and tell me that you think the Mariners are going to be better than the Padres this year, I, I think you're crazy. And that's what I'm saying. Remember, it is still early and they could still get some wins. But it's not looking good and it feels bad. Um, to watch this team, it just I, and they're what I noticed though is they're clearly frustrated. I mean, Hosmer after the strikeout, Profar, I, I think it was Hosmer or Profar like threw their helmet down. Like it's clearly there's some frustration brewing, and I'm hoping that they can play angry against the Dodgers. Now play respectfully angry, meaning like don't start hitting guys with pitches when you get upset because you got. I, you, I've talked immensely about how much I hate unwritten rules and beaming and beanball and all in baseball, right? And but just don't don't do that. But play angry. Be like, screw it, we don't care if we're going into L.A. We want to get all the booze. We just want to kick their ass. While that sounds a little bit unlikely, as the Dodgers are currently 14-4, and they've been basically all across the entire team. Everything has matched what projections were. They haven't had one guy, really, that's underperformed, except for maybe Bellinger, because Bellinger is hurt. But everything's really just working for them right now. So hopefully we can stop that. Um, and then in terms of tomorrow's podcast, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, guys. I think I'm going to have Aram Layton on from Locked On Marlins and Locked On MLB Prospects. I think I'm going to have him on to talk about the Padres and, talk, and be my therapist. Yeah, seriously. Be my therapist, psychologist for a little bit and kind of calm me down uh, after today's episode. Today's messy episode. Um, just ranting. Just ranting today and being upset about the team. But like I said, one more time, let me just reiterate. We had a similar feeling after getting swept by the Dimebacks last year, about around the same exact time. And that was because the bullpen was really bad. The bullpen was underperforming drastically. And that got better. Now, is the offense a completely different story and a lot more important? Probably in a lot of ways. Yes, of course. But nonetheless, keep having hope, guys. Keep having hope. But absolutely, please flood my mentions. Please keep tweeting about how annoyed you are with the Padres medical staff. Because it absolutely should be brought up. Because this is getting absurd, how many people seem to be getting hurt. And I'm just sick of it. And I know you guys are sick of it. And you're probably sick of hearing my voice today. So I'm going to wrap up now today's miserable sad boy Not even a sad boy, just rant edition of the podcast. Locked on Padres, guys. The only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast. Wherever wherever and while you're at it find me on apple podcast and send me some five star views i'd greatly appreciate that hopefully we have better news uh for friday's pod we'll have to see but until next time stay safe and of course stay faithful my Friday faithful ones. take care